I'm Luka Doncic and this is Locked On Mavericks Podcast. This is gonna be huge. 360 in the contract. Never that. I just take the contact. I bring it back. I'm running on the fast break behind the back. Yeah, this that, this that, this that. Jerk with the And welcome. You are locked on to the Dallas Mavericks. My name is Nick Angstead, and joining me, as always, my co-host, contributor at Mavs.com, the all-star man. What you got for me, Isaac Harris? Let's go. Let's go. That was so much fun. That was great. That I mean, that was so seriously, we so Nick and I did a segment for uh Locked On NBA. So go listen to Locked On NBA today also. Yeah. But literally I said on there the same thing I'm gonna say now. I think that was one of the most fun basketball quarters, the most fun I've had watching basketball in like competitive wise. I think it was better than the finals for me. And I didn't even care like really who won. I mean, I wanted Luca to win. Cool. But like this was so much fun watching that fourth quarter. It was amazing. It was just so great how much it changed things because how many times have we seen all-star games where they're just on on a TV somewhere where you are and you look over at it every once in a while. I remember working in restaurants and it would be on and I wouldn't be glued to the TV, right? Like I wouldn't every time I got a quick second I wouldn't look up. I would just like, oh, glance at it every once in a while. But this was one of those moments where you just couldn't look away and in a good way, right? It's not like a car crash. It was like something you just wanted to keep watching because there's so many interesting angles to it. We'll talk all about that. We'll talk all about the All-Star game. We'll get into the whole All-Star weekend with Luka and the Rising Stars. We'll talk about Luka and the All-Star game. Why didn't he play in the fourth quarter? We'll talk all about that. We'll get into all kinds of stuff. Uh, and again, like Isaac said, if you want to listen to you know, the local experts on some of these things, listen to Lockdown NBA. I hosted it today. Isaac and I did the first segment. The second segment was with me and Philip Rossman-Reich from Lockdown Magic. And we uh, talked about Aaron Gordon and the dunk contest, talked about the, the conspiracy theory with Dwayne Wade. I guess Isaac and I might get into that. And then the Rising Stars talked to Doug Branson because the Locked On Hornets had, uh, or the Hornets had pretty much all the USA <laughs> USA players and the MVP. So go listen to Locked On NBA if you want to hear more about that. Also, follow Locked On NBA Net on Twitter and Instagram. All the all-star stuff is on there. Uh, love everybody uh, keeping up with that. Uh, we also have a thread going of all the different common introductions that people were giving people, and that was just hilarious. Um, common giving, you know, rhyming people's names. Uh, there's really good stuff. Dingus rhyming with Porzingis, and there's all kinds of stuff going. Somebody rhymed uh, <laughs> a word with Bogdan or <laughs> Marjanovic that I will not say on this podcast yet. Uh, <laughs> that was pretty funny. So there's lots of good stuff on there. All right, let's get into this All Star game because that's what everybody's talking about right now. Luca and the All Star game. Did he seem timid to you? Yeah, I mean, he played exactly what you thought he would, or at least I thought he would play in it. I mean, he, this is the definition of starstruck. And I don't blame him one bit. And he's playing alongside his idol and LeBron James. And, you know, he's starting in the All Star game. It's, it's just crazy when you saw, you know, the team pictures that came out earlier in the day. And you're like, this is crazy, set in front wow. row. But I think it, I think the craziest moment was in the introductions. And they just, you know, they started with uh, Team Giannis first. Did the reserves starters? Then went to Team LeBron <laughs> reserves, and they get to the starters, and they have the starters up on the top podium. And it's like these are the elite of elite players in the league, 
and Lucas like right there in the middle. He's like in like the like the middle person of the starting five. And I'm like, this is insane. Like we're, he's 20 years old. I don't care who you who how big of a fan you were of Luca. There's no way you thought he would be starting in the All Star game, a legitimate MVP candidate in year two. And it was just crazy for him to be there, just seeing all the interviews he did, um, the different pieces from people uh, that were being written uh, that were there. I mean, it just seemed like he enjoyed the entire weekend. And you're probably a little tiring. I think he'll probably take a little trip there uh, after the break. But Jordan brand stuff, you know, they loved having him there. Uh, it looked like they had a Jordan event. I guess it was, uh, I don't know, Saturday. Yeah, he or met Michael Jordan didn't, and he's too scared to get a picture with him. Here's my thing, bro. Tim Cato just tweeted out that the most the, the celebrity he was the most excited to meet uh, over All Star Weekend was Cardi B. Bro, you met no, Michael no, 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 no. Jordan. No, the one, he, this he's taking it out of context. He was. Talking about the people on court side at the All Star game, the one that he was most excited uh, to see. Court okay, side okay. I saw that. I saw somebody post that video, and I was like, "Somebody's gonna take this out of context." Okay, I thought you meant the whole weekend. I'm like, "All right, I mean, do your thing, bro." But uh, Michael Jordan, it's crazy, but yeah, fun for Luca. Love as a Mavs fan, you just love seeing him there, rubbing shoulders with the best players in the league. There was a, a shot that came out, a picture that came out from practice of Luca shooting the shot and all these all-stars like behind him, like watching yeah. him shoot the shot. I'm like, it's, that was just a cool picture. Cause it's like, Hey, Luca is the next, uh, one of the next faces of the league when a lot of these guys are, are gone. Almost as good as the picture of all the guys standing behind Ben Simmons, looking at his shot and pointing at his, <laughs> <laughs> pointing at his shot. Probably cool. saying different things to that. What do we think about Luca not playing uh, in the fourth quarter? Cause it came down to it. You know, they, they had this new, um, they had this new format where you have to basically whoever gets to this number wins. They decide this number by you know adding the scores together, you know, and adding twenty four to the you know team with the highest score at the end of three quarters, and basically play to one hundred fifty seven. Whoever got there first wins. And so there's no time. I found myself looking at the the spot in the scoreboard where there should be time left every single second, just looking at it. Say all right. Uh, it's this how many minutes are they gonna wait until they bring back the starters like that was a thing that actually went through my mind that didn't like they just <laughs> completely changed the format and I've never seen a scoreboard cram so much stuff into <laughs> so a scoreboard info. that fourth quarter because it was like the who won the quarters the score the like all this stuff the was crammed extra into scoreboard that. up top right where it showed the overall scores yeah, for like the first three quarters, that was up there. But then it's like they combined it, and it was just—it was crazy to figure out. Uh, my wife walked in the second quarter, and she was like, "This game's been on for a while. Why is it eight to eight? I'm like, "Well, <laughs> let's chat for a bit, and I'll explain everything to you about uh, about these rules." But I didn't have like, and I, I know like, there's a lot of Mavs fans that's upset about this right now about Luca not playing, you know, especially down the stretch in that fourth quarter. And honestly, guys, I I didn't honestly care. And I'm not the biggest Chris Paul fan in the world, but here's here's my thing about it. Chris Paul, this is probably his last All-Star game, right? I mean, could he's be, yeah. at, very well could he, be. towards the end of his career. I mean, it was a surprise to a lot of people that he was, I mean, even considered this year, you know, before the season started. I mean, no one would predict Chris Paul to be an All-Star this year. And he had a great year. He was playing incredible in this game. He shot over 60% from the three-point line. So, you know, he's buddies with LeBron and stuff. So when they started to – and this was a kind of, a, I think, a difference towards the end of the game in this is, you know, Nick Nurse had the starters in for his team the entire fourth quarter. Vogel on his side started the fourth with bench players, and then he brought LeBron, LeBron and them in, kind of if you want to say halfway through the quarter. I mean, well, I mean, two of his to, guys were like thirty-five years old, so they're not going to play them. The, LeBron and Chris Paul, they're not going to play them the whole fourth quarter. 
Yeah, so you know they they you know they left Chris Paul out there and stuff, and so I completely understood it. And I think uh, Brad Townsend tweeted out a video after the game of Luke at the podium, and mm. uh, he said, you know, it's right. Um, it was towards the end of Brad's video, and there's probably an, a, a better explanation for it now. But Luca utters, I'm paraphrasing a little bit of, yeah, I didn't want to be out there, like I was stiff, you know, moving and stuff. So. You know, there's some rumors on Twitter, like, did he give the spot up for Chris Paul? Was this, like, a whole different type of thing? Like, whatever it is, one, from a mass fan, if you're looking at it from optimistic side, hey, least amount of time on the ankle, sure, rest the ankle, yeah. all that. And he's going to have his time in the All-Stars. I mean, this is, heck, he, this might be Team team Luka next year yeah. against t- it could, Team It should have been this year if you just went with the top two vote-getters. I mean, we're literally going to get one year of Team Luca versus Team Giannis, and then it's going to be both of them on the same team fighting for like yeah. who's going to be the leader yeah. of the West. Yeah, speak it into existence. <laughs> All right, coming up, let's talk more about this game, the end, how it ended up. Uh, that was amazing, the, the end of this game. So let's get into that coming up. All right, Isaac, let's talk more about this All-Star game because it was the best. Um, the end of the game came down to... Man, there's so many things, and I don't want to just re- re- reiterate all the stuff we said on Locked on NBA, uh, but this game came down to the wire. Guys were getting in each other's faces. There was uh, fouls being you know, drawn and fouls be- intentional fouls being you know, given, yes. like not even hack-a-shack, but like actual intentional fouls. Uh, it was wild. And do you think the Elam ending, the score, you know, first team to this score wins, do you think that changed everything, or were there other elements to this? Oh, I think there's definitely other elements. Uh, we we've, we've both been talking about it. That I think the the kids from the charity being there Huge. was massive for all of it to work. Because there's a difference between playing for a charity, but you you don't see the charity or you don't see where the money could be going towards. And the fact that they had the kids from the charities there, and not just there, they didn't have them in the upper deck or a press box or you know somewhere where you couldn't really see them, or it's like a camera shot towards them. They had them like on the court, like in a lower bowl section, and so you could hear them on the broadcast, you know, chanting. They had different chants. They were cheering the whole time. You, it was kind of in the third quarter when I first started noticing, but the fourth quarter, I mean, they, the the camera would go to them and they were just going nuts. So if you're a player. I mean, you have to see that and be inspired by that. So I think whoever made that happen, I think that was the biggest key out of everything is having the people they were actually playing for the money to go towards, having them there, I think that was huge. That was massive, to have the energy from those kids. And it goes to show you, like, if you get, you know, it's a symbiotic relationship between the players on the court and the fans in the stands, right? If the fans start getting into it, the team will start playing better and they, you know, start getting into it. Maybe unless you're the Dallas Mavericks or the AAC. Uh, but if you're the team that starts you know, feeling it and you start playing well, then the crowd gets into it. They feed off of each other, this, this symbiotic relationship. And the kids had this incentive of you know, money is going to the charity that helps support them. And I think that Adam Silver before the game said that he would, they would, the NBA would take care of both charities no matter what happened, like that they would you know, give up more money, whatever that exactly means. But... Uh, it's not like one charity is going to lose in this, in this scenario. Um, but have those kids there, the energy from them, 
uh, have them all out with their phones, like right there. And you said this on Lockdown NBA, not in the upper decks, but actually like down in the lower bowl where you could hear them. The crowd mics were picking them up. You could hear them on the broadcast. I'm sure those those guys on the court could hear those kids really well. And to hear them say, look, Team LeBron, or like, you know, beat LeBron, beat LeBron, or Team Giannis, you know, chanting back and forth. Like that is that is fun. And that's what I think these guys fed off of a little bit. And then just the competitive nature of guys. You know, there's that one year, it wasn't last year, maybe it was the year before where the guys, you know, KD was like, all we have to do is just take this seriously. And we kind of had a fourth quarter that was kind of fun, right, in, in the All-Star yeah. game a couple years ago. And then it went back to normal terribleness last year. And then now this year, we're back, we, we changed, they changed all of it. And getting to that score, that, that target score at the end, I think really did help. And then adding with the, with the, uh, you know, the crowd and the, you know, the kids out there, like that was just, that was massive for this whole thing. And if they do it again, they have to have those kids there or kids from some kind of charity. And that wouldn't work with like, it wouldn't work with any, if they're doing, doing a a charity for like, I don't know, um, arthritis, right? (laughs) It doesn't, it doesn't work. No, you gotta have kids there. Yeah. It doesn't work on that level. And the kids get the most hyped, you know, for it too. So yeah. th- that's that's awesome. Seeing excitement in this, we want to see emotion in the All Star game. That's we want to see bit- them making TikToks, you know, in the middle of the game. <laughs> oh, TikToks! Oof. Um, can we talk about but- TikTok this weekend? You can make your point, but we want to talk about TikToks. That's why Aaron Gordon did not win. <laughs> you bring out those TikTok girls, and it's over. Like you're cursed. You're done. Like it's not happening. Oh uh, man, we'll talk about the dunk contest uh, in the third segment, but. Uh, but no, man, I, I love that fourth quarter. Uh, I think another thing that added to the fourth was the fact they tied at the end of the third. So it kind of yeah, carried that money over. over. So that that was huge. And, and one of my favorite things to watch at the end of All-Star Games, really every year, but this year in particular when it is so competitive and intense, is where the ball goes. And you can never really pull things you know, you, you go into an all-star game, you're like, hey, I'm not going to pull anything away from this as far as legit basketball stuff. But there are actually two things that I pulled from it. Actually, three things that I pulled from it. And I'm like, you know, okay, like this shows you a glimpse a little bit. This does speak a little bit of truth. One, man, it's crazy how good Ben Simmons could be with like space and shooters <laughs> around him. And like, uh, he was you getting know, lobs from everyone. Like that's the and I I know you're like hey it's all star game everybody looks good in all star game blah 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 which that's a that's false not everybody looks good in all star game but two like just seeing like Ben Sim, that's the type of system that he needs to be in you know fast pace get him in you know fast breaks more all that stuff like that that's his thing two Joel Embiid like take your shots at at Embiid you know people whatever you want to but when it's the fourth quarter man they were getting Embiid the ball he had the nice fadeaway on LeBron uh, you know him getting the ball in the post though I think I thought it was just kind of ironic that some of these big the biggest possessions of the game sometimes it with the exception of some of those last, uh, I had some question marks with the offense team Giannis is running and that speaks to the last point of <laughs> the offense they were running like they were running sets. But like, is this any is this any type of truth to like Giannis in playoff stuff? And mm. it's like, hey, there's there's a, a reason Make why the Kawhi. Take. Make the take. No, no, no Make I the love take. Giannis. Formulate but I'm it. Saying, You're right there. Saying, You're right there on the edge. Say it. Just say it. Trey Young sucks at defense. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, so but but no, it's like you, you got Kawhi and you got LeBron and even Harden to an extent. Like you got some of these guys who can you know. 
get the shot off on the perimeter, go one on one and stuff. And if Giannis can't get the ball going to you know towards the basket and with an open lane, then you saw him struggle a little bit. And that that's I don't I'm not coming out of this game like 100 percent completely with no worries if I was a Bucks fan. I might be overreacting, but oh well. But that's the fun of this game because you don't know how much it's worth. Like guys are really trying hard and it came down to it. We see who they trusted. Uh, you know, they trusted Chris Paul. Maybe that was a Chris Paul over Luca decision from Vogel. Maybe it was from Luca. Maybe it was from LeBron. Like we don't know. Maybe we'll find out later. Somebody does, you know, an in-depth piece on this, you know, whole situation, this whole game. But it came down to it. That's the guys that they put on the floor. And then the guys that they went to while they were on the floor. Like Kawhi was getting a lot of run. He ended up winning the MVP, which I think was definitely deserved. And he was on fire from three from three early. Gosh, yes. Um, I will say the, the the time when Luca did play, he had some fun plays. You know, he yeah. had the the back to back threes, and you know, those nice in the second half. The lob to Simmons, the, yes, the lob to Simmons on the fast break was fun. You know, it, it's it's difficult for somebody like you know Luca. Obviously, as a Mavs fan, you want Luca to just have the ball out there. You're like, oh man, give the ball to Luca, let him just run this offense. It's going to be a lot of fun him passing all these guys. But you have somebody like LeBron. I mean, LeBron is you know that. They're kind of the same type of uh, both of them in their element. I don't even know how they were. They're yeah, both the, the same type. The of good players. and bad thing about Luca in one of these games is that obviously we love Luca because he's the ball handler. He's the number one on the offense. Problem in an All Star game is you have five guys like that on your team. You have LeBron. You have yeah. you know Kawhi. You have Harden. You have Chris Paul. You have all these guys on your team that are that for their team. And so you they wanted to add something else, you know, to that lineup. I guess if that's what they went for. Um, but they're not just going to give up the ball <laughs> if, you're, if you're these other guys that have been to finals, that have been deep in the playoffs, that have you know, uh, been to multiple, multiple All-Star games. Could be their last All-Star game, like you said earlier. Yeah, and even Kyle Lowry for Trey Young. You know, I think both teams <laughs> yeah. went the you know went the veteran point guard route, you know, benching Luka and Trey. But I didn't mind either one of them because, and for instance, with Kyle Lowry, look at all the stuff Lowry brought to to the end of that game that Trey Young isn't going to bring. Like Trey, you know, had some fun passes and he could shoot it from thirty feet, and that's that's awesome. The half court shot was amazing, but Lowry's out there draw, drawing charges and. <laughs> I don't know where we stand on, on this, but I'm all here for what Lowry is doing in the fourth quarter. Sign me up. I loved it. <laughs> yeah, we said this on Locked on NBA, but I'm all for it. Just change the rule where you don't have team fouls, where if it's a non-shooting foul, you don't get free throws. Or just take free throws away in general. You just get yes. the ball back. And Especially the shot clock that, resets the end of that fourth quarter. I don't, want this, I don't want that game, that intense of a game, ending on a free throw. Yeah, there's there's some fun in the free throw, especially since it was Anthony Davis, Chicago. You, he missed the first one. Like, there's some fun in that. But how much does he get dragged if he misses that second one? They come down and <sighs> hit the lose. shot, and like, dang, bro. Especially if like Giannis dunks on him on the other end. Like, that <laughs> would just be the lowest of the low. Uh, man. All right, coming up, let's get into some other things over the weekend. Let's get into the rising stars with Luca, uh, dunk contest, all kinds of stuff to talk about coming up. All right, Isaac Harris, let's talk about the rising stars first. Luka Doncic, the big thing from Luka, the half-court shot. I mean, giving us the gift that keeps on giving. I mean, that was just amazing, the gift with him and Trey, where Luka hit the half-court shot. Trey Young apparently was right in front of him, and he says to him, you know, don't pass the ball. You know, pull from right there, shoot from right there. And Trey Young says that to Luka. They have this fun relationship, and Luka does. He pulls from a half-court. He banks it in, of course. 
And then him and Trey Young are like sitting there looking at it, watching through the air. And that that camera shot was amazing. That close up of them. Uh, yeah. That was maybe my favorite moment, even with the All Star game. Like that was probably my favorite moment of the weekend. Yeah, man, that that was a lot of fun. I mean, it was basically the Hornets versus Canada um, for the most part because <laughs> I mean, there, I mean, there was, gosh, I mean, a ton of Canadians on the world team and. At the beginning, you know, first, what, three quarters, you're like, all right, this isn't that bad, you know, as far as score-wise, because we went into it thinking, like, Luca has no help in this game, yeah. and uh, they stuck in there for a bit, but then, you know, Team USA pulled away, and Ja was fun. The The ending of that game, you know, just turns into a dunk contest, and, and with Ja and Zion, I was wanting Zion to finish one of those dunks no, so bad. I know, the dunk contest that broke out at the end, that was fun. I will say, the world jerseys, the one purple ones. Jer- yeah, one yeah. of my favorite jerseys of the weekend. And it's crazy what Luca looks like in, you know, purple and orange. And, you know, if if a team could have made that happen, uh, oh, I guess the Suns are purple and orange. Um, <laughs> the Kings are also purple. <laughs> um, anyway, man, yeah, that Rising Stars is <laughs> the Baffling Kings took Bagley over Luca. Way better than the freaking celebrity game. All, all out on that. See ya. <laughs> Like shoot that into the sun. I'm I'm done with that. There's so that, many moments. They should have put Shaka Khan with the celebrity game, <laughs> and then just we just kind of just turned our TVs off of that. I will say the All Star game, all the stuff before, all here for Commons intro that stuff. Was fun. The Chicago video with MJ and Obama and that was a, that was amazing. That was absolutely incredible. That's so good with with Jordan, Michael Jordan. Yeah, yeah. And I, Chance I'm, Common, I, Candace Parker. I, I seen certain people hating the halftime. I was actually all here for it. I, I thought, thought it was Chance, fun. I thought Chance people, did incredible people love job. to hate Chance. They, you know, whatever. I just I thought the NBA did a great job all weekend. There wasn't very many moments where I'm like, I mean, Isaiah Thomas on the mic. Let's just try to avoid that ever again. <laughs> was he introducing um, the Rising Stars? No, no. Yes, in, introducing I think it was, the All Stars. Was that today? No, it's Rising Stars. No, it's Rising Stars. I think. <laughs> um, but uh, besides. I mean, NBA killed everything else. It was great. Besides this dunk contest. There's a thing about the dunk contest. There's an energy with a dunk contest. And it is just going back and forth. And it can go from 0 to 10, back to 0 again, just so fast. And this this dunk contest was kind of like a 5. And then it was pretty good. And then Aaron Gordon and Derek Jones Jr. And then Dwight Howard came up and did the Superman. Kobe won and went back down to a 0. And then, like... Aaron Gordon and Derek Jones Jr. just took it over and just took the energy up to a 10. And with the judges, this is amateur judges in an event that kind of matters a little bit. Like, we're going to remember who, like, we're going to put in the record books who wins. And there's not really a criteria. There's not really a way to set up the scoring. And so once you start giving out 50s, it's so easy to keep giving out 50s. And then well, once you hand out a 49 to Dwight Howard's common <laughs> dumb dunk, then yeah, you set yourself up for what comes next. Yeah. yeah. Please, get out of here, Dwight Howard. Why is he in this thing? Get out of here. Him and Dwayne Wade, y'all just go like playing the celebrity game. Why? Dwight Howard getting a 49 for that dunk was just. He got, he got a couple of points because of the Kobe tribute. I, that, I'm glad that we can honor Kobe, you know, through that. I, I just don't. Kobe needed a better dunk than that for it to be a true tribute. Okay, let's just say that. Like yeah, the memes about Kobe afterwards were funny to me. Uh, but Aaron Gordon gets robbed again. I thought because at the end he dunks over Taco, gets a forty-seven. Derek Jones Jr. does the almost from the free throw line windmill, 
Uh, which I thought was a pretty simple dunk, but what? But that got Zach Levine a fifty. Okay, so when Zach Levine pulled that off, he got a fifty. Derek Jones Jr. does it, and it's nothing. So oh, it was a forty-eight. I, it wasn't nothing. Okay, but here's I love I picked Derek Jones Jr. to win it. I think it kind of sucks for him right now because he pulled off some incredible dunks. But I think Aaron Gordon has a definitely case to make of saying, "Hey, I pulled off four dunks that were fifties. Okay, so <laughs> like, why why am I not winning this?" I think it should have ended in a tie, but it was just I, for entertainment from a fan perspective. Take the judges out, insane, right? I mean that final oh, round, so was, fun. I mean that was great. Some of the best dunks. I mean the Aaron Gordon, you know, off the backboard three sixty one handed windmill from Fultz, like that was one of the best dunks I think I've ever seen. That was such a fun dunk, and there was good stuff in it. The the energy too goes with the guys. They're they're hitting off dunk after dunk. They're not missing. Like some of these some of these dunk contests, you know, when I talk about going from zero to ten, like the one that Dennis was in, that one the guys were missing it, you know, early and they were not hitting and uh, you know, they'd go out and try like four in a row and they wouldn't work and like that's that's when it's like a zero and that's when the dunk contest contests can be terrible. But then with this one, like you go back up to a ten. So yeah, I think I think Aaron Gordon should have won. What do you think? You you think Derek Jones Jr. was rightful winner no i mean i think i think it should have been a tie i mean i i think aaron gordon's uh dunk over taco was just as good as Derek jones jr's i think they were both great dunks the thing i hated about it was i didn't want i it's not like Derek jones jr's dunk that won it was absolute trash and gordon's yeah. was absolutely i thought they were both equal spectacular so it should have been a tie but yeah that that like you said the dunk where he caught it with one hand and wrapped it around like a 360 absolutely incredible that was one of my favorite dunks i like simple dunks like that i don't like really the gimmicks like the birthday cake for jones jr why bro like well the same with the tiktok you know girls like he just brought out some some you know girls from tiktok that were like big influencers that were there all weekend doing these dumb videos and that's what tiktok is but they're doing these dumb videos with nba stars trying to get the nba you know bigger on tiktok which is hey do that get get the younger audience i'm not it's not here for me for sure um, but he just brought them out to do this dance with this dance team in the middle of the court, and it didn't have anything to do with the dunk. That was just kind of weird to me. I don't like that. But all right, it's any- like, hey, I'm gonna bring out some of the half court. Y'all watch that while I go dunk. Well, I dunk. And it's like, why? Why are we doing this? And so anyway, I thought the three point was incredible. Yeah. I thought that was the highlight. I mean, I thought everything was great. Bam went into skills against Sabonis yeah, towards the end. That was a lot of fun. Uh, well, I say a lot of fun. It was fun. My sure. picks. Bam, Booker, and Gordon. Got Dang. close. I got Bam. You did get close. I got Bam because I, I saw the uh, the Vegas odds where Bam was the lowest, and I was like, oh, he's going to see that, and he's going to take that serious. And then Booker, I just I just his stroke is just the best. <laughs> it's one of yeah. the best in the contest. Uh, he came up he came up short. You know, he came in second, and then Aaron Gordon came in second too. Man. I picked Bertons. Bertons made it to yeah. the final three. I got my hopes up a little bit on it, but uh, yeah, Buddy hitting it on the last shot. That was just that was a ton was of fun. fun. And uh, yeah, I enjoyed a lot of things on Saturday night. And then the All Star game was the the man. What a weekend the for the NBA! I mean, just absolute yeah. knocked it out of the park. Yeah, in that fourth quarter, and I think you you found something right now. If you're the league, you're you know. I mean, how, they're doing somersaults right now in the league office. You know, oh, right? the gif I mean, of Adam Silver after the dunk contest where he's clapping in the air. I mean, that's that's just gonna <laughs> it's 
it's gonna huge follow. moment huge moment for the league to hit this perfect on this new rule changes and now i think bigger picture is you start thinking about some of these players that didn't play in the game and you're like man i can't wait to see kevin durant curry. steph curry damian lillard clay. healthy you know clay kyrie irving some of the you know brad Beal. like i mean some of these guys that would just be a blast i mean i love Zion. to see you know, yeah i mean Coming it's up. just I can't wait to see those guys in this format in this in, you know intense game and uh it was just a, it was a blast to watch tonight and that fourth quarter man I mean that's something that a lot of us are we're not going to forget that for a long time and if I mean I think there is a legitimate argument there's obviously people who've watched All-Star games for decades can you know be uh, have a better argument for this of is this the best all-star game was that the best most competitive fourth quarter in all-star game history and I think if you're in the younger generation this is the best all-star game you've ever seen best all-star game in any sport I mean definitely better than any pro bowl um, <laughs> you know major league baseball actually has some things on the line as far as um, imagine if they did that like yeah, home, they had home, like home, home field advantage for for baseball imagine if they put home court advantage on the line for east and west in the NBA oh. that would be uh Wild, but no, it was a home run by the uh, by the NBA this weekend. Pun and it was super fun, <laughs> pun intended. And as a Mavs fan, uh, you have to just fully embrace and enjoy Luca experiencing this for the first time and first of many. But hey, you never know when all these little conversations and relationships that were built over the weekend uh, could come into play down the line. Heck yeah, there you go, Isaac. One more thing from the lock from the All Star weekend. I don't. I didn't think anybody else uh, could beat DJ Khaled uh, for the uh, worst uh, dunk contest judge. Dwayne Wade. You we got knew. that new title, bro. We Dwayne knew. Wade. We you knew. got this. Mavs fans knew going in. Like, Dwayne Wade's going to screw this up. And maybe he did. So, uh, you can yep. listen to Lockdown NBA for the conspiracy on that. I explained all of it over there. So, go listen to that. Guys, we appreciate you listening to Lockdown Mavs. We're back. We're back from Mavs basketball. We're doing a Michael Carter. Oh, Michael Kid Gilk. Damn it. <laughs> Dude, Michael Kid Gilchrist interview tomorrow. Um, so check back for that. We're back all week, and then games start. And this is the stretch run. Twenty-seven more games left for the Mavericks, guys. Thanks so much for listening to Lockdown Mavs. Peace out. Boom. Boom.